world casts its eyes downwards, economically speaking, I want to know how can we look up to fashion? Where in clothing do we understand purpose and what are the stories that give this sentiment power? Season 11 of Style Stories aims to address these questions by delving into some of the soul-reaching stories coming from the community of Dress for Success Sydney, the not-for-profit organisation whose mission is to empower women to achieve economic independence by providing the clothing, confidence and community to help women thrive in work and in life. This series will continue to share stories of creative people with a strong sense of style, but with women who not only understand how we dress, serves a purpose to success, and are able to circle back to the significant impact clothing can have on confidence and community. Season 11 launches with a live broadcast of The Style Edit, the fundraising event I hosted and produced in association with DFS Sydney and in celebration of International Women's Day. With the support of over 30 sponsors, including Elm Store, Tan Temple and Soraya Tailoring, the Butler venue was jam-packed with warmth, positivity and a generosity of spirit. I had the pleasure of sharing the stage with Lisa Sadler, CEO of DFS Sydney, and Naima Ibrahim, one of their beloved clients, who gave their take on the organisation and its significance to them. Across the sunlit venue, over a beautiful breakfast, we laughed, we cried, and of course we shared our style and our stories. A successful event I thoroughly enjoyed being a part of, and with this episode, I hope you too can sit back, relax, and enjoy. I will let my beautiful guests here introduce themselves. So Lisa, can I start off by getting you to introduce yourself and let us know what International Women's Day means to you, please. Thanks, Maddie. Uh, yes, I'm Lisa Sadler, the CEO of Dress for Success. Um, I think if I'd like to describe myself as an independent woman. Um, I'm a hard-working woman. I've had um, success in my career. I've also had the support of a, a really strong family unit, um, friends, um, and you, you know, really that that's helped me, I guess, to, to achieve what I've achieved. Um, you know, I consider myself a, a wife, a, an aunt, a, a, a daughter, um, and certainly a, a friend and a colleague. Uh, for me, at um, Dress for, for International Women's Day, it really is about recognition, acknowledgement, and taking that recognition and acknowledgement and turning it into action. Um, you know, that action can be in the form of celebration, and, and there is a lot to celebrate in terms of what women have achieved, and certainly individual women, um, women collectively, um, and certainly too around some of the issues facing women. There has been progress that you know, women and men have um, helped to, to make move things forward. But we also know that there is still a, a lot of inequity in the workplace. Um, and certainly, uh, you know, this is a time for us to recognise that and, and band it together, if you like, and, and take some action to, to try and elevate the awareness there and make some change. Um, Australia, you know, we know that we actually sit as first when it comes to women's, um, you know, in, on the global world stage when it comes to education. But we're actually 70th when we look at where we are on the global scale when it comes to economic empowerment and, and the contributions and the opportunities that women have. So, 
there's really obviously something wrong there. <laughs> and I would say that that's a lot to do with workforce participation and the inequity that we see uh, in the workforce. And I think, you know, by banding together and making sure that we are elevating, um, you know, what we can do in our workplaces, the conversations we have, and, and where we can actually take really proactive action, that will help us to create some you know, cultural and, and some also some structural changes. So for me, it's, it's about recognition, acknowledgement, and, and taking action. Can I now, Naima, if you'd love to introduce yourself and then tell us what International Women's Day means to you, please. Yeah, um, my name is Naima Ibrahim, and God, I don't know if I can top that, sorry. <laughs> and I'm super nervous, so um, sorry for that. Um, but gee, you look good. <laughs> <laughs> and you're in a safe space and we're all supporting oh each other. <laughs> you can feel my heart right now. Okay. Um, what does International Women's Day mean for me? I will just um, like pack it in one and three words. Um, community, empowering and support. So those are pretty much very simple without making it too complicated. Community is, it's the biggest community in the world. A lot of women that support each other. It's international, um, empowering, um, a little bit of kindness, a little bit of, um, you know, like the reason we're here is clothing. It can empower you. It could be like, hey, I see you, I hear you. It's pretty much empowering. Um, and support um, when you have that big community support you means a lot. So I can just sympathise on those three words for me. Thanks. So over to you, Lisa. Um, do you want to just give us a brief uh, understanding of the mission of Dress for Success? Yeah, Dress for Success really, um, we see, we want to see a world where women thrive in work and in life. Uh, it is about, um, you know, we, we do that by really working with uh, helping women who are underemployed or unemployed to get back into the workforce and to be able to uh, provide for them, themselves and their families and, and contribute back to their community by creating some economic independence for themselves and financial security. And Lisa, we were just talking, we both crossed over at Disney at one point, but uh, Lisa, uh, for those of you who don't know, has held many uh, executive appointments in multinational media companies amongst <coughs> the rest. Um, what drew you to move from those worlds into a not-for-profit and why Dress for Success? Yeah, um, it, it, it was quite funny actually this morning when we realised that we crossed over on a fabulous little show that I, I had at Disney. Um, it was a change, obviously, it was a, it was a big change, but it was a, it was a really deliberate change. Um, for me, you know, as I said, I, I'd had a successful career um, and I you know, do consider myself financially independent. But I know a lot of other you know, women in my circles even who aren't you know, as lucky to have had a smooth, a smooth life as I have, I suppose. Um, and I really wanted to find, I was at a point in my career where I wanted to find an opportunity to use my skills and experience and, and really give those um, into an organisation where I could you know, find my values were aligned and, and that sense of mission. Um, a crisis can happen at any point in time in, in a woman's life. You know, it could be a crisis that's, you know, maybe they made a poor decision around or an uncontrollable event. Um, but things happen and they can really get out of control quite quickly. And as I said, you know, I've got friends and family um, who identify as women here um, and they were, you know, in insecure work. They were, um, you know, on this kind of road path where they were becoming more financially distressed. They clearly didn't have, um, you know, the security or, you know, adequate superannuation to look at. And, and one particular friend 
um, was you know coming quite close to homelessness and um, you know that kind of woke me up and shook me up and I thought you know there are a, a lot of um, you know people out there that need support um, and if I can find an organisation that I can work with like that that's aligned to my values um, and I can give back then um, you know I want to find that and I don't know whether Dress for Success found me first or I found them but here I am as a CEO and I'm really privileged to be able to work with a community of women um, who are supporting other women to find that success that I've enjoyed. So over to you, Naima. If you could, you, you obviously have not necessarily had the same levels of support your whole life that, that Lisa has identified. Um, can you give us an indication of what your story looked like before Dress for Success was in it? Okay, so it's so hard to summarise um, oh, everything in one sentence no. <laughs> um, but all I can remember coming in Australia in 2002 and so exciting you know new country new everything um, unfortunately um, I stayed with my mom unfortunately I didn't um, there was a big gap between when I saw my mom so we didn't get along so well so I ended up because being you, you, where had you come from oh sorry um, I came from, um, I came as a refugee, sorry, um, and um, my mum sponsored us. She got here first and she was in um, a refugee um, villa wood here in Sydney, um, but she came out and then she sponsored all her kids. She has six, six kids, um, but between, my, between the gap when I saw my mum last and, and when I saw my mum then, it was a big gap, so I think we didn't um, understand each other. And, and you, you had come from, you, originally you had to flee Somalia, is that correct? Or it, My you, family flew Somalia and then we ended up um, living in Mombasa, Kenya. So right. most of my childhood is in Mombasa. Right. Yes. And so you, how old were you when you came to Australia? Um, I came here when I was 19 mm -hmm. and I pretty much got pregnant straight away right. um, and I I wanted to just have a career and you know just you know say okay there's a lot of opportunity in Australia education work and everything so I thought I would just make it and then I had child um, I got pregnant so I kind of pulled me back again with my goals um, but that didn't stop me uh, push through I were you on your own at that point and you yes did left your, yes yeah, you left your mum and you were operating Actually, independently yeah, yeah yeah if I could just give you that like picture, so moved out, did not know anyone, I was on the street, um, and um, I wasn't pregnant at that time, sorry. <laughs> but I was in the street, and um, it is important for people to know where to get help. Um, so I did not know where to get help, and luckily a neighbor said to me, hey, go to the police and they'll guide you. So when I realized you can't ask for help and you can't ask for guidance, then that kind of propelled me to just keep moving forward. Um, so I had a lot of opportunity work um, throughout, you know, from being a mom and um, being where I am here. But um, what I can say is I had success and I had, um, I fall down too many times while I'm in Australia. But, um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, okay. Lisa, when, when, when you're presented with stories like Naima's, how, how do you reach out to people like Naima who obviously 
just need that level of confidence and support to to start enabling them to gain independence. How, how does DFS yeah, connect? That's one of our big challenges is um, building awareness so people know that we're here. Um, and Naima um, actually, um, you know, was at one point working for someone who knew of us, um, and you know, through a connection there, found out about us. Um, but her story, which I'll let her tell, you know, she came to us a bit later after you know having first heard of us. Um, we have some good connections with um, job service providers, and so um, and we continue to build out that network. We're also well, you know, connected with other community, um, work, you know, support groups, and and so again, there's a kind of a cross referral process there. But recently, actually, we launched uh, in the last 12 months our national career hub, uh, and that's a, an online service now. And you know, life's changed a lot, um, and so we actually find that you know that is a great portal for us to be able to get more mass awareness. Um, we have you know members can sign up free. Uh, of course, because everything we provide is free of charge. And once they get into our, our um, you know, portal, they'll find a whole host of career resources um, that are really about self-initiated learning. Um, but there's also, you know, on-demand uh, webinars, etc. And then we have our live workshops. So then they can start to really um, take that journey a bit more deeply and, you know, book in for those live webinars. They can book in for some one-on-one -on -one services where we offer career support around CV preparation and mock interview skills. Um, we also offer a coaching program. So um, again, through that portal, they can find um, you know, what's available. We also um, have the opportunity for them to sign up to our signature styling program. Um, and so that you know, is clearly the cornerstone of what we offer. And that's where they will come into our showrooms and have that face-to-face -face engagement with our volunteers. Um, you know, we are trying to, to innovate and make sure that we reach more women. So we also offer our styling service virtually. Um, the volunteers will come into the showroom and run a virtual session online uh, and then pack the clothing up and send that out to the clients. Um, so it, it, it is different avenues. Women can also find us directly, um, you know, by just contacting us through email or phone. And we've got a, a wonderful client experience manager who will um, really work with them personally to, to help them through their journey. Because any woman can touch us at any point in her journey and, and we can help them um, you know, with those variety of things, as I mentioned. So, Naima, Lisa just touched on the fact that you were introduced to DFS, but how, tell us more about your story of connecting with Dress for Success and why you thought of the various resources that might you might have had access to, why was that the one that you felt connected to and, and felt um, aligned to being the right support network for you? Yeah. Um, before I answer that, I'm just going to try to calm down my nerve. I'm going to just stare. Who here actually likes to talk about their life stories? <laughs> I am, I don't know. <laughs> like, you know, everybody goes through so much and, you know, it's good to tell stories, but at the same time, when you tell a sad story, sometimes it just feels like, oh, I'm tired of telling a sad story all the time, you know? I want to just say good story and, you know, where I've been, but they're just where I am mentally. So um, I'm sure a lot of you would want to talk about it, but that's one of the issues that we have with women. We don't like to talk about our stories. We just keep it to ourselves. Um, now, a lot of pride, isn't there? Yeah, yeah a lot yeah. of pride and a lot of shame and a lot of, um, um, I don't know, like feeling like you're going to be judged. So. Yeah, so hopefully that's not happening here. So. <laughs> I know it's not happening, but yeah, this, yeah, hopefully like, you just understand how I feel talking about my story. Um, why did I choose Dress for Success? Um, I've known, so seven years ago, I was literally one of my reset button 
at that time as well. I was doing cleaning and then I wanted to just say, okay, then I need to figure out how to move forward. So I was joining, um, I don't know if you used meetups before. Have you heard of me? Yeah. Okay, <laughs> um, there was an app that started that called Meetup, so I used to just go through it and say, like, I need to find women like me, empowering women, young women. So and then I came across um, um, young women meetups. Okay. And then I went to the city, and while I was there, and I saw the lady that I cleaned for, I was like, hmm, what are you doing here? Um, she's like, oh, I work for Dress for Success. And then I went through and I just researched a little bit more. I was like, wow, it's a charity, okay. Um, it's great. I never in a million years met someone that works for charity. Usually you hear about it, you you know, but you just don't know what's intel. So um, so that was in my back of my mind like that, you know, existed. And then fast forward seven years later, I needed their support and then I went I knew that it's for women um, and it's they understand you. So as soon as I walk in, um, first thing Julie said to me it's a safe place, I understand. I just broke down because it's, you need someone to understand what you're going through and um, to just empower you and uplift you. And yeah, and I don't know if you've ever been to Dress for Success um, stores, you should. Um, it's literally like five star place. <laughs> Honestly, they just took so much of their, like they took details on how to make sure that you feel empowered, you feel valued, um, regardless of where you come from, who you are, whether you've been a CEO and then you just, you know, anything could happen, you know, especially with now with COVID, a lot of people lose their houses and, you know, a lot of domestic violence through that time. Um, so, yeah, so this is where you can go in and just get help. And it's not only dresses, it's a lot of things as well. Yeah, a, yeah. Lot, of, a lot of resources, not yeah. just the clothes. But speaking to the clothes, Lisa, can you just tell us from across the organisation uh, what you've seen in terms of the power of that styling process in terms of shifting your clients' mindsets from a confidence perspective? Yeah, absolutely. And I think name and embodies it uh, in so many ways. Um, it's a bit cliche, but you can only make a first impression once, um, and it's true. Uh, and at Dress for Success, we really want that first impression to be the right one. Um, and that's really our goal. It's about being able to help women to look and feel good and give that confidence that they really want to be able to, to take into an interview situation or an important you know, conversation about um, a promotion or, or whatever you know, workplace scenario that they're wanting to prepare for. Um, it really is about in, you know, recognising that women all have you know, a different way they want to look and the way they want to present and it's certainly there's no cookie cutter approach here at all but it's making sure that they feel that they can present themselves professionally and that they're comfortable um, in you know, the style that's um, you know, been tailored you know, for them. Uh, we offer, you know, apart from that, that outfit, there's a whole lot of grooming and um, you know, makeup and hair um, we can advise on. Our professional, our stylists have been trained professionally and they're there to have that conversation and to talk people through you know, what they're experiencing, like Naima just spoke about. You know, the, the conversation around that styling process is really important because it enables people to be able to share what they're going through um, and be reassured from our volunteers that they're not alone um, and that they you know, really do have um, some value to bring into the workplace and to really recognise that sense of self-worth. So what we 
see um, is exactly as Naeem is expressing, and you can see here with her, that you know, women do change. Um, you know, we, we say our changing rooms change lives, but they walk out of that experience, you know, often sometimes a couple of centimetres taller, I and mean, certainly with big smiles on their faces, um, and they feel that they can take it on. Um, and they come back to us and say that that stayed with them. You know, and, and that's the important thing. And we do see them come back because they can come back and get you know, a week's worth of clothing once they've been successful and secured that job. So it's not about just getting the job, it's about staying in the job. And, and you know, as I said earlier, it's about working to, um, you know, us helping women to work in, thrive in work and in life um, and really succeed, so yeah. So Naomi, talk us through how you felt in that process. What did it mean to you when you, you got started, you had that respectful, safe environment and you, you you put on those clothes. Tell me what that what that emotionally felt like for you in that moment um, that you first started working with Dress for um, Success. So, when you're in the mindset of survival or pushing through, you just don't think the little little details. And when I mean details, is you just want to pick up some clothes and get out. You know, so it's like, okay, I don't have time. I've got to pick up the clothes, pick up the shoes, and and go but when yeah but when you walk in and um, the stylists come in with a full of rack like with all this first they ask you what do you like where you're going to work or all, all those just the normal questions just to cater for that job that you're going for um, and then when they pull up the racks and got all these colors and all these clothings and at first you're like oh, that's not my color that's not my I don't think that works for me um, but then you've got to feel like I trust you and I believe you can look after me and that's what they just keep reassuring you that we will look after you and then you put those clothes on you just feel oh I feel like your shoulder drops down you feel relaxed you feel like oh okay this looks good on me and then your confidence just go through the roof I know it might not mean a lot to some people but that little bit of confidence can go a long way you can just lift your head up high you know like you said you're just a little bit taller, a little bit brighter, you know, a bit more smile, like walked in crying or a mess, walk out, <laughs> you know. Really what, what did you, I'm curious, what did you wear when you were walking in to dress for success, six, dress for success and what did you walk out wearing or taking uh, with you? I, that day was raining and I had my just yoga pants and um, my t-shirt, my hair was a mess. I had two days in between jobs that I'm switching. Um, so everything was just like in compact on two days just to do it. So it's literally a mess. And then you walk in and you see all this mess. Like I'm telling you, they dress you from like the bra, underwear, makeup, shoes, bags. So you walk in, it's like, wow, like who's this person, you know? Um, for me, when I so walk, I didn't, I wore the same clothes when I walked out, but I was, went straight home and just put it back on. It's like, oh my God, this is really good. <laughs> so you just like start, you know, doing your own little fashion show at home, you know. And I have a, um, a it's not a teenager, it's a um, young adult. So I was like, oh my God, look at this. Like, mom, look at this. Where'd you go? Where'd you go shopping? I didn't go shopping. <laughs> so. It, it, it felt good, yeah. And to just see all these different colours that 
you never knew that it's gonna look good and it's amazing. Yeah. So, yeah. I feel like you could wear almost anything, Naima, <laughs> but um, <laughs> Lisa, tell me, how do you bring the, because obviously there's a lot of lovely ladies in the room that have capability of donating and sharing their wardrobes um, with clients like Naima, but how do you bring the donated items together with the clients? How does that process work? Yes, well, it's a, a bit of a logistical um, nightmare, I suppose. <laughs> Not quite, but um, certainly there's a lot of logistics that go into it. But um, my small but mighty team help coordinate um, in our showrooms in Sydney and Illawarra and uh, Newcastle as well. Um, it is a, a volunteer-led organisation, and um, you know we rely on people coming in on regular um, you know, schedules, and, and you know obviously around what they've got in their busy lives. But we have some really uh, solid, dedicated volunteers who come in regularly, helping with um, sorting the clothes, uh, and that you know is really the team leaders are there and got some expertise in, in the types of clothes that we need um, for our clients. Um, we have the volunteers, once they've done their induction process and signed up and they you know, learn a little bit more about us, those that want to be a stylist will then actually get some professional training from a stylist and that will help in terms of them understanding the current trends in workplaces and um, they'll then you know, take on a shadow styling session with you know, stylists that have already um, you know, been working with our clients so they can get a better understanding of how to relate to our clients and how to really help them. Um, and then by going through that process, they get a better view as to terms of the types of clothes, back to your question, Maddie. Um, and so the types of clothes that we need out of all of those amazing donations that we get, and that will help in that kind of culling process so that they can really curate that right outfit for, for our women. Okay. Um, Naima, tell me about the wonderful outfit. You've obviously picked up some excellent <laughs> styling tools and advice, but tell me about the beautiful outfit that you're in today and how it's how it makes you feel um so this outfit was um sponsored by q and they are amazing quality is really really amazing um had the suit yesterday and i'm like oh my god <laughs> i don't think i ever wore this kind of quality before but um it's really good comfortable um I know like it looks like it's you know heavy and but it's actually light um don't feel sweaty and or anything like that but <laughs> sorry <laughs> it is 32 degrees yeah. <laughs> but yeah so um not in a million years that I thought a clothes can actually change your mindset yeah. you know like you're just in this stuck mode of surviving pushing through and as a mom of too, like you just want to get the better, you forget it about yourself as a, you know, like it's like, okay, try to put makeup on and try to put, you know, um, jewelry on when, when I'm going out. But when you put a clothes that feel perfect and the color suits, it's just like, wow, okay, I'm good. <laughs> and, and through your Dress for Success experience, is there an outfit that you were given or that you came across that really was the power tool for you? Like that one look that really made you feel strong that you kind of just remember, it's like, yep, yeah, that's the one. That's the one I'm gonna win that job in or just feel good in today. Um, the suit, the green suit. <laughs> Lisa's wearing it today, but I have similar ones. So when I wore it, it's like, wow, this, it's, first of all, it was heavy. And when I say heavy, like the quality, it was like, really in detail yeah. and then um, went home and my son and I start googling it you know <laughs> so um, that I like 
the suit. It looks yeah. really good. So it makes you feel like a CEO yeah. or an executive. Or <laughs> you can imagine. So. Over to the CEO. Uh, do, do you want to, Lisa, would you like to share the details of what you're wearing yes. today? Yeah. Um, I wouldn't usually be wearing a suit on a, a day like this, <laughs> as heavy as Neem has described. But this is from Q, and um, this suit they're actually giving 20% of the retail price to our campaign um, at the, the month of March. So um, I do encourage you to have a look at it. <laughs> it, it is beautiful quality. Um, but yeah, Q have been a great supporter of Empower Hour, um, and so we're really pleased. To, I'm really pleased to be able to wear it. But I just wanted to mention about a beautiful dress that Naomi you wore in the video that you've been um, you did for us for our campaign. It's a gorgeous skirt on that dress, and you the just blonde. did a beautiful twirl, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> this blue dress. So you'll have to watch uh, Naima on, on our video. <laughs> and Lisa, you, you're a woman that sat in many boardrooms um, and had probably many tough conversations. What was your, um, well, and still is, what is your go-to outfit for feeling that sense of confidence, control, and power when you need to? It's funny, isn't it? I, I actually, the outfit itself kind of changes, but I've got to have the heels. <laughs> I think that just makes me feel like I can take it on. <laughs> so yeah, it, it's about the right pair of shoes. <laughs> yeah. Naima, you started off the conversation by just kind of saying that you, you don't always want to sh have to share the sad parts of your story, um, but there's obviously something incredibly celebratory and successful that has come as a result of your relationship with this wonderful organisation. Tell us that story now. Where, where, where does life sit for you and, and what have you got to celebrate right now? Um, so having, to me, this is the first organisation that I ever had so many women around me. Like, I've been into the community, I've been into, um, but just to keep having that patch, like, hey, we're here, you're doing great. Um, that cheering means a lot. It could be your sister, it could be your um, your best friend, or and even a neighbour. Just that little bit of like, oh wow, that dress looks good on you, or that shoes looks good on you. Um, you change your lips, lipstick colour. So to me, dress for success give me that confidence and give me that um, belief in. I know, like this sentence probably a little bit too big, but believe in humanity. Believe in. That's right, it's beautiful. Sorry. So human beings can put you down. Human beings can take everything away from you. But they can give back as well. They can help you. So you just gotta either balance it or just for me always look for the positive. So I don't wanna dwell on the sadness constantly. So um just to have that women or anybody that just can support you means a lot. And for me, I use it as a human rather than women only is just to give you that perspective of we don't lose that positive and kindness. Little positive and little kindness can go a long way. And, so it, and, it, and it has gone a long way. So tell us what you're doing now. Um, so at the moment, I'm actually reassessing my job because it was so difficult to do a full-time job with um, two kids. So every time after work, I was just running. I don't know if you can just run it to pick up the child and go back and you have that little time. So I'm reassessing my job um, uh, position. So I'm 
pretty much looking for part-time and having dress for success there, knowing that they're not only dressing you, they have a broader um, 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 uh, things to do. I'm trying to find the word. Accurate support. Yeah, broader support, so like, you know, job interview or um, resume writing or um, uh, any job, like mentoring as well. So, so to me, I'm going to use that services to just figure out what I can, I need a long-term, um, uh, sec like long-term security thing for my, for my family and, and flexible as well because full-time job is a lot harder when you're a single mom and just... Yeah, yeah. I think I think everyone in the room can empathise at some level of having to juggle multiple priorities. Yeah, I've tried, but yeah. dress for success are you know are there just now, and I'm going to just dig into more of their support. They stack with me. <laughs> <laughs> and we're happy to have you. I'll just expand on that a little bit because I think that's one of the first things I was talking about in terms of workforce participation and the need that we need to have, we need to create in terms of change in the workplace so that we can accommodate our needs for flexible work um, and take balance those caring responsibilities that you know we all have, men and women, <laughs> all need uh, or will be involved in caring in some way, shape or form along the way. And, and so this is um, it's a workplace focus that we think we need to really, um, you know, all um, bandy together and to help to support. So yeah, thanks Naima for raising that again. Thank you. Lisa, what does the future of Dress for Success look like and how can the people in this room kind of help re you reach your goals? Yeah, I think, um, you know, I guess ideally you'd say, oh, well, you know, hopefully at one point our service won't be needed. You know, that's that aspiration. Um, but we know it is needed and it's needed now much more you know, than, than ever. Um, and it will continue to be needed. And, and I think the really important thing for us at Dress for Success is to focus on how we evolve to make sure that we're meeting those needs of our clients, making sure that we stay relevant. Um, and you know, proffer a really meaningful service. Um, just in the time I've been here, we can see the changes in terms of those women's, women's needs. You know, uh, mental health and the um, level of anxiety has really risen. We've seen women coming through asking for support as they're trying to actually progress in their career, not only just get a job. So you know, really, um, you know, bad, you're trying to, to move forward and get better conditions. Um, digital skills are another area that we really need to focus on. So we have to remain consistently vigilant and evolving our program. And we also want to be able to increase our reach. Um, and you know, we've done that as we, as I mentioned earlier, with our career hub. Um, we have launched our virtual styling program. But we need to continue to innovate so that we can make sure that we're reaching more women. I'm focused on New South Wales, but our affiliates are trying to do the same um, in all the other states. Um, and so how you can get involved is to continue to, to help us to provide those services. So, so volunteering is obviously a, a really important area. Um, helping with our client service delivery or if that's not your bag or you don't have the time, then we absolutely need help in other areas in terms of our fundraising events. Um, you know, just getting involved if you can afford to, to help to provide that financial assistance as well. Um, and advocacy is, is important, Maddie, and you've done an amazing job with that. So, so thank you, because it's really important that we can tell our story um, and ensure that women that need our services know about us. Um, so that's, you just never know when someone could be, you know, your neighbour within your circle of friends even, um, and they're not, you know, kind of willing to actually share their story with you, but if they hear about us and they, they know that there is someone there independently that they can go to, that's really important. Um, and also too, um, as you've asked me here, to, to be able to share how you can support us if you can. Um, and of course we've got our Empower Our campaign at the moment, but there's other ways you can get onto our website or, or contact us directly too. Well, thank you ladies so much for sharing your style stories with us today. And I just want to personally thank 
um, you Lisa and the rest of the Dress for Success team for embracing my ideas um, and letting me be a meaningful part of uh, sharing the, the important stories and conversations of the work that you do. Thank you. <laughs> to join the Dress for Success Career Hub, a one-stop shop to help you at every stage of your career journey, visit dfscareerhub.org.au.